a desert planet with twin suns. They call themselves the Bad Batch. We do what we do. What else you got? Give me more! Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. Uh, I'm your host, Shonaloo. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back to another Bad Batch review and breakdown. We are going into episode four, Cornered, today. Uh, slight warning, there are some spoilers for The Mandalorian in this uh, episode. Spoilers, eh, there's some uh, references to The Mandalorian in this episode. So, uh, if you haven't watched that and you don't want that to kind of mess with your vibe, then... I, it's it's not really, it wouldn't affect your, it would actually enhance your appreciation for The Mandalorian. So maybe watch it, don't watch it. It's up to you. Um, it's up to you. But that's just something I wanted to point out. Uh, without further ado, let's get into I Have Spoken. I Have Spoken. Welcome to I Have Spoken, folks. As normal, we're going to be going into a non-spoiler review, and then full spoiler breakdown followed by my review and then some theories after that and visions. So, my non-spoiler review for this week. Another relatively slow episode, which, while potentially the weakest one so far, still has some rather interesting points and appearances by significant characters. Per the usual, the visuals were incredible, so that's not a particular note. It still leaves most questions unanswered and has me uh, has me extremely excited to find out more. So, moving forward in this episode, that's my non-spoiler review of episode 4 of The Bad Batch. There will be full spoilers, so if you haven't watched it yet, stop this episode right now, watch it another time, after, or listen to it another time after you've watched episode 4 of The Bad Batch. The spoilers are going to be real, moving forward. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Okay, let's just get, dive right into it. So, this is my full spoiler breakdown, spoilers, of episode 4, Cornered, of The Bad Batch. So, the squad uh, is trying, uh, they're trying to get to an uninhabited planet to lay low for a while. Omega kind of wants to explore, but Hunter's like, no, it's too dangerous. We gotta, like, wait until the dust settles, essentially, with the Empire uh, being established. But, they, Tech uh, points out that they are very low on supplies, so they stop at Pantora, which is the closest planet to where they are. So Pantora is the homeworld of the Pantorans, uh, such as Senator Chuchi uh, from the Clone Wars. They're the blue-skinned people. Uh, and also Chairman Pepinoida is um, one of the kind of political uh, officials on the planet. And he was actually played in the movies. His first appearance is in Episode 3, I believe, Revenge of the Sith. And um, he was played by George Lucas himself, so fun little tidbit there. Uh, so whenever they land on Pantora, they bribe the Celestin portkeeper in order to not scan their ship because they would come up as wanted. Uh, Hunter, Echo, and Omega go into town to get supplies. Echo is disguised in a full bodysuit. He kind of looks like a droid. Wrecker and Tech uh, stay behind to try to modify the ship to prevent them from being identified by Imperial authorities. The Celestin uh, portkeeper contacts a woman by the name of Fennec Shand. You might remember him as the sharp, remember her as the sharpshooter from The Mandalorian. She's played by Ming Wei Na. Amazing character. Um, but Fennec Shand has a bounty on Omega. Ooh. 
So, Hunter and the others end up in a shop where Echo is sold under the guise that he is a droid for some extra credits. Uh, Omega wanders off and runs into Fennec, who promises to help her find her friends. She, uh, Fennec and Hunter end up in a standoff where Omega escapes, but Hunter is knocked out by Fennec, who then pursues Omega. When Hunter comes to, he warns the team about Fennec. Echo escapes his droid custody uh, to help repair the ship. Wrecker goes out to find Omega, and he does find her in a sewer system. Uh, and he stalls Fennec, Wrecker does, while Omega escapes once again. Fennec takes Wrecker down very easily, ramming his head into uh, a wall in the sewer system, and I think that this is expediting his inhibitor chip's effects. Like, every time he hits his head, it just starts working a little bit more and a little bit faster. And it, this is kind of what we saw taking hold in the previous episode, because he's very groggy, seems not super lucid whenever he comes to, and that could have just been that he had just been knocked out, but I think that there's a little bit more to it than that. So Fennec, Hunter, and Omega are, end up in a high-speed speeder chase. It's very reminiscent of Anakin and Obi-Wan chasing Zam Wessel in Attack of the Clones. Hunter ends up blowing up Fennec's speeder, but she survives. The team escapes with a newly modified ship, and they speculate that Fennec was a bounty hunter and that she was after Omega. And then the Celestin, who is unable to stop the Bad Batch's exodus, uh, is paid by Fennec, who tells him to contact her should they return. And then she speaks to an unknown client in her communicator. And then the episode is over. So, my review of Episode 4 Cornered. It was slow and mildly unnecessary, in my opinion, aside from introducing Fennec in the Clone Wars or I guess now Bad Batch animation style, which was awesome to see. I thought that she was really, really well portrayed. She was kind of like an Aura Sing, Zam Wessel type. And I loved the music that played. It was very, it was kind of like Aura Sing's theme from uh, the Young Boba arc in episode, uh, season two of The Clone Wars, where it was just kind of like an eerie, like kind of saloon, like kind of almost like a lazy harmonica riff every time that she, like it just sounds awesome. It's super eerie and super mysterious. Uh, I'm really ready to get out of the stage of the show where they're just kind of like planet hopping, kind of showing who each of the characters are. It's getting a little repetitive to me. Um, it's very similar to how the Mandalorian started where it's just kind of like you, you go to a planet for a mundane task and then you meet mild resistance and then you leave and the story isn't super connected by each of these plot points they're just kind of like uh i don't even know what to compare it to but it's just like maybe like a fetch quest in a video game like you're just kind of going around before you meet the final boss but you ha still have to do all these like side quests before you get there it's kind of stuff like that which I'm not a huge fan of, but I'm still enjoying myself. Like, this is, this isn't a, I don't think it's been bad. I just think that it could be better, and I have high expectations for this show, so that's the only reason why I'm saying this. I'm not worried at all, either. I just think that, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that the episodes will start to pick up a bit in a few episodes, and I don't expect every episode to be completely action-packed. I've actually really enjoyed the quieter episodes from the last 
uh, from like episodes uh, two and three. I thought that they were really well done. But this time we didn't really get to see more about the Empire. Well, actually we did. And this is something that I didn't mention. The Pantorans are all cheering for the clone troopers um, and the new Empire. Which shows like that they weren't met with resistance by most people like Saw Guerrero. You see that the Empire was actually welcomed because they were they, they ended the war. And that was a war that had been going on for years and years, and people were tired of it. And so they were like saviors almost. So that was a cool thing to see. That was, but it wasn't enough to like push this over the edge. I do think that this is the weakest episode so far, which is not saying much because the other other episodes are very, very strong. So I'm just I'm super excited to see where this goes moving forward. So that's the end of my review uh, and breakdown. Let's move into visions real fast. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. So uh, I don't have too many new theories for y'all, but I do have one. So I think that the Kaminoans hired Fennec or hired someone who hired Fennec. So I think that Boba definitely could be involved in this. We see, spoiler for the Mandalorian real fast, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Um, we see that Boba and Fennec, it seems like they had some sort of history in the past, like they knew each other coming into this thing. And Boba would have a relationship with the Kaminoans, that's where he grew up, They're who created him, because he's the only unaltered clone of Jango Fett that was ever created. So that could also, he could also be a good donor to have for if the Django DNA is being kind of stretched a little thin, which they said in the last episode. And uh, yeah, I think that he, po Boba possibly hired Fennec as a set of like, uh, an extra set of eyes. Because he had a small bounty hunter collective at this time. He's, he's about a teenager, but he's still very respected and because of his father and his legacy. Um, so I think that that could be super, super cool moving forward. I'm actually going to go against my normal trend and say that Rex won't show up next week because I'm really trying to manifest that he will. And so far, I've been saying every week that I think that he's going to come up soon. And so I'm saying he's not showing up next week. I really hope that he shows up next week. But for the record, he's not showing up next week. <laughs> um, my other theories remain the same. Not much ground was made on any of them in this episode. It was pretty. It was a pretty stagnant episode, in my opinion, which I've already covered. Um, but I mean, that's those are all my thoughts. It was a really short episode. These episodes have only gotten shorter since the first one, so I'm hoping that we get some really good content moving forward. I don't think that we've gotten bad content. I just think that the content. I don't. I just don't think it's the best content that we will be getting from this show. Um, but. I'm super, super excited. I hope that y'all are enjoying this series as much as I am. I know that it sounds like I'm not because I've been kind of... I'm more just being hard on this show because I have very high expectations for it because Clone Wars has such a um, special place in my heart and this is kind of an extension of that show. Anyways, this is a nice short episode. Uh, hope that y'all are having a great week. Uh, stay tuned. Next week, we have a deep dive into The Force which was a super, super interesting episode for me to make. I really hope that y'all enjoy it. That's coming out next Wednesday. And yeah, that's all I have. Until then, you've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you, and I will see you in the next episode.